0: Welcome to Book Banter with me, your host, Diane Burkhart. I hope you will join me every Wednesday as we explore all things to do with, well, <laughs> books. Let's get on with our show today. Hello, my happy people. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, 2022, and can you believe it? This is our 40th episode. I am not really good at sticking to things like remembering to write my blogs and doing things like podcasts every single week. I mean, if you watch my TikTok channel, you would see that I was doing great doing videos every day. And then suddenly around my birthday, I just kind of dropped the ball <laughs> and have not gotten back into it yet, but I'm going to, I promise but I'm not really good at staying consistent. And I have actually been able to stay fairly consistent with this podcast. It's amazing. And I think part of it is it's just really fun to do. But today is episode 40. And I wish I had something really spectacular to help celebrate this. But the only thing that I really have to offer is I am going to give you a sneak peek into what I've been working on in Into the West Family Ties, book seven, the final book in the Into the West Saga Serial that will come at the end of the podcast. And I'm also getting ready for a trip next week. <laughs> Speaking of being consistent, I'm not going to have a show next week. <laughs> that That's a good segue, huh? But next week, we are heading to Bolton in the UK for the She Inspires Award Ceremony. I know I've talked about this a few times, but We're going to be heading out one week from today to the UK. We are so looking forward to this. It is going to be an amazing event. And if you haven't learned anything about this group of individuals, you really need to search online for that. And I'll put a link in the description as always so that you can find it easily. But the things that they do for their community and they've stretched out into the global community is just amazing. Amazing. They are so supportive. They are so encouraging. They are promoting women in business and politics and just in general life experiences. It is amazing the things that this group of people are doing. It's growing every year and it's just phenomenal. So please check them out. We will have some information whenever I come back from this event And I will share that all with you about the awards and the ceremony and the charity work that they all do. You're going to be impressed. Just trust me on that. Now we're going to this because I'm actually up for one of the awards. I'm in the global category of the Shiro Award. And the women who are in the finalists of this award are just amazing. I'm hoping that they're all going to be there. I would love to be able to just sit and talk to them because the things that they have accomplished in their life is just impressive. I mean, there's no other word for it. It's just impressive. And I'm going to bring you their stories and more information on them whenever we come back. Now next week, because we're going to be in the UK, I'm not going to be doing a live show. I don't think I'm going to have time to do an interview or anything and get it ready to go for next week. So I thought about what I was going to do is I'm going to replay one of our old interviews, kind of like what I've been planning to do when we go on our Christmas break and stop season one and get ready to start season two. So I'm I'm going to try that out this next week. I'm going to rebroadcast one of our old shows and I'm not sure which one I might do the very first one, the one where I introduce myself because here we've been doing these shows for mm, two-thirds of a year and people may have missed that first episode and have no idea who I am. so <laughs> so this it'll be a good time to replay that one. But for today, I am going to read you a portion of Into the West Family Ties. And for those of you, I kind of wanted to go over the Into the West Saga serial for those who have not been reading along and introduce you to the book collection. I did write these books as Stephen Burkhart, and I did that because I wasn't sure if I was still a good writer. And you'll learn all about this next week when I play the Who Am I episode, but Right now, I just want to give you a brief explanation so I can explain the book series to you. Many, many years ago, it's like 18 years ago now, I had six brain surgeries in six months. I actually had seven surgeries in six months, but only six of them were brain surgeries. (laughs) Like only six. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you can imagine I had a lot of brain trauma. I had a lot of brain damage it took me a long time to recover from that. Like the first five years after the last surgery was just absolute hell. I was, I was barely functional. And I did manage to trudge on through all of that. But I lost a lot of my language skills. And I was really surprised how difficult it was for me to craft intelligent sentences, often even when just speaking. But when I was writing, it was really, really difficult. I was losing simple vocabulary that, you know, you should be able to remember things that you would speak to a child about, you know, very simple vocabulary. And it was just gone. So it took a long time for me to, to build that all back. And so I wasn't too sure that I was going to be an effective writer anymore. I wasn't going to be able to craft these beautiful sentences that would, draw people in and build images in their head as they're reading these words. So I decided to start out writing under a pen name because I figured if I was absolutely horrible at this, I could just walk away and nobody would ever know it was me. sounded like a good plan. The first book I wrote, I finally, I think three years after I'd written it and self-published, I entered it in a contest and I won. (laughs) That was like the first sign that I had that maybe I'm not terrible at this. So I kept going and kept writing. And in this series, I'd always planned for there to be like five or six books. It turns out we ended up with seven. And the seventh one still has not come out yet. I'm working on it right now, actually. And that is Into the West Family Ties. But there are six books that are available right now on Amazon. And I think they're available in print uh, at bn.com as well. The first book is Into the West, The Orphan Train. Then we have Into the West, A New Home. Into the West, Sharon Springs. Into the West, Most Wanted. Into the West, what's next? Uh, (laughs) What's the next one? Into the West, To Save Them All. Into the West, The Last Showdown. And then the last one that I'm working on now is Into the West, Family Ties. It's pretty bad when you can't think of all of your own books that you've written. This has been a real passion project for me from the very beginning. I didn't struggle through any of the first six. The first six just flowed. It was no problem. Wrote them out. They were done. This seventh one is being a real bugger. I mean, I'm having a a much more difficult time getting into the headspace for this one. And I think I had figured out that... I had just been doing this for so long because i have been writing constantly on these books and doing the social media and the publicity and always doing something on the books every single day since 2015 and often working until like four in the morning and missing sleep and not getting time with my husband because I'm in on the computer writing instead of, you know, watching movies or playing cards with him. And it really started getting to me. I think that was the problem that I had with this. And we've shifted around a lot. I took a bunch of breaks. I've spent a lot more family time. And now it is all coming together again. I'm still trying to not get too sucked into the story and writing until four in the morning, like I was doing before. I'm still stopping at a decent time, going in and having dinner with family, sitting and playing cards, doing all those kinds of things so that I have all the self-care stuff going And it's really making a difference in how the story's coming about. It's starting to flow again, and I'm getting excited about it, which is wonderful and shocking. But I think this just goes to illustrate how important self-care is whenever you're doing something. When you start getting drained and depleted, so does everything else that you do. You start losing your passion for what you're doing, and that's not a good thing. Everything starts to suffer. So you need to take that time off. It may seem like it's detrimental to take that time away and focus on you for a while, but you do need to recharge your batteries and that improves every aspect of the things that you're doing in your life. And it's become very apparent to me recently that this is true. But I want to read to you a little bit of Into the West Family Ties because I was working on it earlier this week and I'm going to be working on it the rest of the week too because for some reason, this story is just really hitting me. So I'm going with this one instead of the new thriller that I'm working on as Diane Burkhart, The Touch. That one I am going to work on next week. This week, I'm going to focus on Into the West Family Ties. I think if I switch back and forth every week, it's going to be better for me than trying to do days and and you know doing both in the same day. We'll see how it goes. But right now, doing one a week seems to be working better. And I do have to say that I was really surprised how well it does work to switch back and forth. Because these books are so different. The Into the West Orphan Train series is very family-oriented. Very, It's actually listed some places as Christian fiction because it's a clean read. There's no obscenity. And there is a lot of church references in here. There's a lot of prayers being said. So it is a very good, wholesome, clean, Christian kind of book which I'm sure for people who actually know me are shocked that that's the first thing that I wrote. But the second book that I'm writing, I'm sure most of my friends are like, oh yeah, that's what we expect you to write. It is a hardcore FBI crime thriller with a serial killer as the main antagonist. That's much darker. It's probably going to be triggering for a lot of people because there is crimes being described. And it's vivid crimes. And I'm trying not to go too in detail on the crimes. I'm trying to leave a lot of it to the imagination because I don't want it to be that graphic. I want to keep it more of like an NC-17, not necessarily a hard R. And I know I'm using movie ratings, but that just is a good way to give you an idea of what's going to be happening in these books but I really want to have something completely different and a total break from the books that I've been doing as Stephen Burkhart. I want there to be a definite line between Stephen Burkhart and Diane Burkhart. And later on, I I want to also write some sci-fi, maybe even get into like true cozy kind of mystery, something that's, you know, still has to do with maybe like a murder being solved, but more like your local baker, you know, trips over (laughs) a dead body, and she's not happy with how the police are handling it. So she finds the killer herself, that kind of thing. But we'll worry about that later. I have to finish these two books. And that is my focus right now. So why don't we go ahead and get to it? I'm going to read a bit of Into the West Family Ties for you. So here we go. And I do want to give you just a bit of a spoiler alert because there is mention of characters who have died. So if you haven't read up to book seven, you might want to skip the rest of this episode because you're going to be getting some spoilers that might ruin it because these are important characters. And to hear now that they have died in the future might ruin it for you. So spoiler alert. But for those of you who are still with me, here's a little bit of Into the West family ties. It had been a few weeks since the news of the train wreck had reached Sharon Springs. Life was going on as the town worked to keep the memories of Mrs. Kelly and Miss West alive in their holiday preparations. Elizabeth had been having a particularly difficult time with the loss. She understood death. She had been in the apartment with her mother and Connor when her father passed away. Connor was much too small to carry the memory of that night, but for Elizabeth, it was something she would never forget. Since learning about Mrs. Kelly's death, Elizabeth had been having a lot of sleepless nights, and on the nights she could sleep, she often had nightmares. Timothy understood what Elizabeth was going through. He had gone through the same thing after his sister, Martha, had died in the flood. Many nights, Timothy could hear Elizabeth start to call out in her sleep from her night terrors. Without really thinking about it, Timothy would get up out of bed each time she woke him up. He put on his slippers and robe and grabbed his quilt bear his mother had made for him and went to Elizabeth's room. Timothy would carefully put his bear in Elizabeth's arms for her to hug, then crawl into bed beside her. He watched as she hugged his bear tight and calmed into a more peaceful sleep. Tonight was no different. The weather had turned colder as winter approached. The air in the cabin was often brisk, even with the fire in the kitchen fireplace heating the stones of the chimney that came up in the middle of the house, heating all of the bedrooms. Tim's idea to have the bedrooms on the second floor of the cabin built around the chimney so each room had some of the bare stones exposed in the room was genius. His design helped all the rooms stay warmer in winter, even if they did get a bit toasty in summer, but that is why they all had big windows to open for a breeze in the summer. It all worked well together. Stacy lost count of how many times she found her children huddled together in Elizabeth's bed since they learned about the train wreck. The sight always warmed and saddened her heart. Elizabeth had been through so much in her young life. So much loss. As she stood there watching her children sleep, she felt her husband walk up behind her. His arms slid around her waist and rested his chin on her shoulder as he sighed. You know, I'm so thrilled to see the children like this, but I hate that it took such a tragedy to bring them together. Stacy leaned her head against her husband's as she hugged his arms closer. Let's let them sleep while we go get breakfast started, said Tim as he gently pulled his wife away. Miles away in Sharon Springs, the town was already beginning to wake up. Sheriff Ike Rowlett had just finished breakfast at the Black Coyote Saloon with his friend U.S. Marshal Jack James, known to some as Black Jack James. Sheriff Rowlett was lingering over his coffee, not something that most folks would find unusual, but Marshal James knew his friend better than most. Spill it. What's got your mind spinning so bad you can't finish your coffee? Ike was lost in thought and hadn't heard the question. Jack leaned across the well-worn wooden table and knocked on the thick brown wood next to Ike's coffee cup. Hey, said Jack. What's got you so possessed? Ike looked up at his friend and thought for a moment about just brushing off the question, but then let out a sigh and slumped in his chair. This whole thing with the tax bandits and Steve having that money, said Ike as he reached up and rubbed his temples. I know he knows something. And I think we're going to go ahead and stop there. (laughs) I'm going to be writing more on this this week. And the next week I'm going to be writing on The Touch. So when we come back from the break, going to the UK next week, I might have another sneak peek for you. And I'm hoping, hoping, hoping I can get another great author interview set up for you. I will let you know as soon as I get things pinned down but for now I hope you can all go forth I know a lot of places are starting to get cold this winter but you should still be able to find something fun to do somewhere maybe inside with a nice cup of hot tea or cocoa or maybe even a good Irish coffee (laughs) whatever is your preference but no matter what I hope you go forth and be happy